Happy Thursday, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving here in the United States of America. Hopefully, you're getting ready to sit down to some awesome turkey stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy. And of course, you got to have that cranberry sauce today. But if you're not listening to the show here on Thursday, I don't blame you. Wherever you're listening to the show, we're grateful for your friendship and your support over the years. And is thankful that we are friends here on the podcast. Of course, this is the replay from this past Sunday Night's Live call-in show. It was on November 19th, 2023. Scotty G joined me, and we got tons of calls during this hour. We had a couple of calls about Mickey's, uh, or not Mickey's, but uh, the Jollywood Nights uh, events that are continuing over at Disney's Hollywood Studios and how they have changed, and it sounds like really improved from last week to this week, it sounds like Disney's listening to the feedback and we've gotten some better reviews this week uh, compared to last week on the show. So I think you'll be excited for that. We talk uh, some counter service dining recommendations, recommendations out of Disneyland and at DCA. And uh, we talk unwritten rules at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Disney Cruise Line as well. So lots of conversation and lots of calls on today's show. As always, our podcast brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. For your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation, concierge-level service for no additional cost to you over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon, especially on Black Friday. Bookmark it. Again, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys are the lifeblood of the show. You keep us going. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. You'll get the bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. It's a lot of fun. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, November 19th, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and, of course, one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Let me welcome you to Thanksgiving week 2023 here on whoops, the Be Our Guest Podcast. Uh, got too many buttons to push here in the studios, but I think we're set. We're going to have a good time. Hey, guess what? We're taking your calls live here in the studios at 407-413-9395. That's 407-413-9395. We're going to open up the phone lines here in about five to seven minutes once we get through the introductions. And let me introduce my buddy who I'll be uh, spending a lot of time with here in less than 60 days as we do the Walt Disney World thing where we run a lot of miles down in Florida. Then we go home and do the... Uh, the, the quick wash of the running stuff and then uh, hop on another plane and head out to the West Coast and do a little bit more running, but have a lot more fun out there. It's my buddy and yours. Hashtag Scotty G. Hey, Scott, how about those Lions? What's up? Hey, the Lions pulling through a big victory. Love that today. So happy Sunday to everyone. Um, I went to Frankenmuth this weekend, Mike, which is always, always makes you think of Walt Disney World, like the World Showcase Germany Pavilion, just times 100, basically. So the weather was nice. It was a little chilly, but the sun was shining. Um, had the awesome like Zenders chicken dinner. It reminds me of Liberty Tree a lot. Um, just and it was funny. I mean, this place was packed, Mike. I mean, I never seen so many people like huddled in this lobby. And we had a five thirty reservation, but a lot of people were trying to just like walk in. And there's like all these different dining rooms, kind of like Liberty Tree, right? Like here's the you know the John Adams room or whatever. You know, like how they had those different rooms in Liberty Tree. Well, they do that at Zenders as well. 
and the lady's calling my name. It's so loud. I think she said my name. Was it a C? Was it a G? I don't know. Did she so say hashtag? Like, did you, it's like, did she get yeah, she said hashtag. Yeah, I was like, did you say Scott G? She's like, yeah, for three. I'm like, yep, that's us. She's like, follow me. And she's like, we're gonna, I'm gonna bring a group of you. I'm like, what? Why is she bringing a group of us? This is it gonna be like communal dining tonight? Like, I've never seen them do that. And then she had us like go down these stairs and make a left into a right. We were, I was in a dining hall. I'd never even seen at this place. And I've been going here my whole life. Like, it's just, they just magically have these dining rooms. I just didn't even know existed. I mean, that's how busy it was, but it was a phenomenal meal. Just a, a cool place to hang out. Whenever you, whenever I get you to Michigan, Mike, I got to take you to Frankenmuth and you'll go to Bronner's too, which is like the world's yeah. largest Christmas store, which you'll really get a kick out of too. So it was a fun Saturday and I'm happy to be here Sunday to talk some Disney with you. Yeah. I'd definitely much rather go to uh, Frankenmuth and Bronner's than a uh, Michigan state game at this point, because it uh, looks a little rougher on the edge. Even though you got to win this week. I mean, you beat the Hoosiers. So God. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you I'm sure it. Andy was psyched about that, right? Your brother. <laughs> yeah, I think he's not worried about that right now. I mean, we're, we're living the good life. He's a Mizzou alum as well. And uh, nine and two, baby, chop, chop. Just saying. So uh, it was a good one. <laughs> I mean, lost two years off my life uh, at the zoo last night. But hey, we're here. And uh, now we got to take care of the hogs. So we are going to have a good time. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody here in the States later this week, because uh, we are not going to have a live call-in show next Sunday, just so you know. I know everybody will be traveling. It'll be kind of a mess. People are in transit. Plus, I mean, just to be honest, Paige's basketball team is traveling to St. Louis next weekend, and they are playing on Sunday uh, afternoon. They're playing the St. Louis University Billikens. If you want to look up a funny mascot, look up the St. Louis University Billikens. I don't even know what it is. I've lived in St. Yeah. Louis for almost 50 years. It looks like a little devil kind of thing. It's a, it's a Catholic university and they're they're it's kind of like a cross between like a devil and the Pillsbury Doughboy. It, it's it's a wild looking thing. It, it's got this whole like mythological background to it. But anyway, the, the UIC uh, women's basketball team from Chicago is traveling down non-conference game against the Billikens. My birthday is the next day. So I just texted her. I said, look, because they just won today. They beat Ooey Pooey. Which, if you know who, you're like, who, did they play a real team named Ui Pui? Yeah, they did. They beat a team named Ui Pui. It's Indiana University. Um, uh, that's I-U-U-P-I. I can't remember what the other letters are for, but it, what it, it's, a, it's an extension of Indiana University. Um, but they they got a victory today. I think they're 4-1 at this point. But this is going to be a tough challenge against SLU because they already beat Mizzou women, which are really good SEC teams. So, But I said my birthday. I need a W next uh, Sunday. So we'll be in attendance. We'll be down there at Chaffetz Arena. So no, no live show. But everybody will be traveling. We'll get back together the next Sunday. So uh, just just uh, have a second helping of the cranberries and the turkey. So what are you looking forward to for Thanksgiving? And then we'll get to the calls and talk a little Disney. We're going to talk unwritten rules of Walt Disney World and all the other Disney vacations today. Yeah, so this is a, a stay-home year for me. As you know, as my travel agent, I travel a lot over Thanksgiving. It's just... It's a good time to because Emily has a few days off of school. We get a few days off of work, so expensive time to travel. But we oh, like man. to we like to do it <laughs> nonetheless. But uh, no, we're staying home this year, so that'll be kind of nice and more relaxing. So we'll go to my in laws. Uh, my father in law makes just an awesome Thanksgiving dinner. It's my wife's favorite holiday. She was born on Thanksgiving, so she loves just all the Thanksgiving stuff. So, and with my mom passing away a few years ago, my dad and brother are gonna come over too. So it'll be nice. To have like just had to go to one place because it used to be like we had to go to like all these different places over the holidays so it's kind of nice to just have to go to one place so it'd be nice and relaxing and of course 
not to throw it on sports, but I'll definitely be watching my Detroit Lions um, whoop some Packer booty on Thanksgiving. As That's well. right. And it's good to be, you know, th- this game is not just uh, where you can just turn it on as background, you know, because that's what I always did. I turn on, you know, you turn on the because here in the Midwest is what we did, you know, because we watch the NFL and on, you know, you watch football. So I'd always turn on the the, the Lions game. Right. And that's kind of is because we have our, our our Thanksgiving dinner is like lunch. You know, we call it dinner. We usually eat it around twelve thirty, one o'clock central. I guess when everybody comes over, we 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 serve, and um, you have Detroit on, and then by the time the Cowboys come on, you know, at like three thirty here in the central time zone, you're getting your second helpings, right? And then you know later on in the evening, uh, we have the Egg Bowl, which is Mississippi State and in uh, Ole Miss uh, in SEC football, dude. Then you're just like you're you're making the uh, first round of the uh, the the holiday sandwiches with the leftovers. So that's kind of how that rolls around this house. I mean, you're. I would be well into bed by that point. <laughs> I feel like, but. but it's the greatest time of the year this week. So anyway, so last year, man, I was at a Chef Mickey's at that point when that when the Egg Bowl started, and that was a lot of that was a different type of Thanksgiving meal. One I never thought I would do. Right, I never thought I would go to Chef Mickey's of all places on Thanksgiving, and it was fun. Then we went back up to our room. We brought the desserts because the the meal was running kind of long. And it came with like this is before they had returned the buffet too, so we we're kind of doing a family style at Chef Mickey's then, and like the meal was running low because we wanted to go watch um, Enchantment. I mm-hmm. almost said Wishes. <laughs> it was Enchantment at the time, and we we're just like asking the server like, "Hey, can you speed this up?" And they're like, "What about the desserts? Like, well, can you put them in a to-go box?" So we we took them upstairs. We made it just in time because we had the theme park view. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot you were living the life at the contemporary. I forgot so, that. Our, yeah. Beth was with us, so we all went out to the balcony. I blasted the enchantment music from the TV, and we had our own little dessert party on the balcony watching enchantment. That was actually a really cool way to to wrap up Thanksgiving dinner. So not going to quite be the same this year, but it'll still be good. It'll be a little more relaxing, I'll say. That is not bad. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to open the phone lines in just a second, 407-413-9395. Um, we got confer- uh, uh, from William. Beaver fan, Oregon State put up a valiant effort yesterday against the Washington Huskies, the fifth-ranked team undefeated out in the Pac-12 or two or whatever you want to call it right now. Uh, Uwe Pui, Indiana University, the second half is Purdue University at Indianapolis. So I knew it was with something with Purdue. It was like a conglomeration, so thank you for that because that would have been driving me nuts when I was laying in bed. I had to Google that. And Deanna has a question here. She says, I'm heading out to Disneyland in nine days. Give me your favorite counter-service restaurant for both Disneyland Park, DCA. All right, I'm going to really quickly jump in. Disneyland Park, Hungry Bear. kind of. It's not my favorite, but it's a hidden gem. Because my favorite would be Blue Bayou. That's not counter service. Yeah, it is. No, it's that's table service. service. So I'm thinking that's table service. Hungry Bear, because nobody's going to say that. At DCA, or at uh, Disneyland. Uh, over at DCA. Man, I don't know. What would, you, what would you say for DCA? So for DCA, for counter service, I'm going to say... Not the most popular, but I just love the the atmosphere and I love the background loop. I love the, all the fifties music and that's Flo's VA Cafe. Oh just, yeah, that's a good point. I love yeah. that spot. And if you can get a seat outside, that kind of like at sunset, yeah. you know, you can see like the how gorgeous the um you know the mountain is, you know, the radiator springs and just the people watching and that music. So that I had to go with Flo's V8. Not my favorite quality of food, I will say, but like for the atmosphere and overallness, like that's that's my number one. Yeah, that's a good point. Nichelle says uh, Bengal Barbecue. That's a solid choice in Adventureland out at uh, Disneyland Park. That is, they have like a combo platter. It was I had. Oh. I think again, the atmosphere makes the food taste better, both at Bengal Barbecue and like at Flo's V8 Cafe. 
I'm excited to see uh, the new uh, Tiana's place. That how they turned the. Um, oh, what was it? I can't even think of them. The, yeah, they're in, Nor- in, uh, in Norland Square. Yes, yeah. yes, because I like to get those like soup bowls that, that they used to have there. Um, all the food at Disneyland is really good. I love the Mexican uh, counter service oh, place too. Dude, don't, um, don't play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just it's all good, and the snacks like just go. Just go grab a corn dog even like that's a great meal to have just like oh man everything about it is just so good all right so we're going to talk unwritten rules of walt disney world so oh sorry i just uh eric was just trying to call in so give us a call back 407-413-9395 the uh the the screen went blank there and so i didn't see it okay eric's calling in here so uh, i'll be good to talk to eric here on thanksgiving week eric hey thanks for calling in what's going on hi how are you no, long, long time no i know speak. long Hope time well Happy Thanksgiving to you this week. What's, uh, going, what's up? Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Um, I'm calling because I need help. Oh, me too. Um, <laughs> I, I need specific help that you can help me with. We'll try. Not like the fact that I'm insane. <laughs> um, so the person who I have often on the podcast referred to as my best Disney friend forever and I, we are now a couple. We have started to date. And we are going on a three-night Disney cruise in February. I have never been on a Disney cruise. She is an expert in them. She's such an expert that she has stayed with friends in the crew cabin on like a seven-night trip. So she knows it backwards and forwards. We travel. Departure date is February 14th. That is... um, Valentine's Day. I was going to say, it's, uh, that, yeah, okay, we can just stop. Is this there. romantic yeah, to go say, on a three-night cruise? This, 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 this is romantic, yes. This is a, she, she is a complete expert, but I need a Valentine's departure day idea for someone who knows Disney Cruise inside and out and who is not impressed with food type of things. Oh, my God. So, so help, help me. I need to, I need to find something really good for this. I'm glad a lot of people are listening because I know cruise, but I don't know romance too well. I'm more practical. I think spa. Yeah, I'm talking I'm to the spa two guys here. here. I really needed uh, the other. Really yeah, I know. Like, it's like, we have other people in the show, only they don't come out on Sunday nights. Go ahead, I, think spa, though, I think maybe like booking like a spa show. experience would be really good. I think Scott's onto something here. Okay. Go ahead, Scott. Uh, departure. A departure day spa experience. I'm, I'm actually writing this down right now. Yeah, so I think that would be really good. I mean, so departure day can be kind of hectic too because it's it's not like a full day on the ship, right? I mean, you can get a, a big bulk of a full day, you know, depending on when your um, onboarding time is. But And then mm-hmm. they do a lot of open houses too throughout the ship. So the spa <laughs> will be open for people to like view it and like a lot of things. But if dining is not the thing that you want to go for, I think there's nothing romantic like a like a spa treatment to like a couple's massages. I see our friend Brand is saying the same thing about a couple's massage. I think um, that's kind of where my mind was thinking or something on that line. It's just a, like a cool, like intimate thing that you can do on the ship and the views from the spa are just like amazing. So I think that'd be a really good idea. Okay. Sounds good. Any, any other thoughts? You know, I did that on our honeymoon because we did a cruise for our honeymoon and here's the only bad thing. It was, we did a couple's massage and it was, we had like these, I, I like, you know, they always try to sell you in these upgrades. And so they had these like hot stones and had this like super, they wrapped you in this super hot blanket. And uh, it was just, uh, you still there, Eric? You're there. Oh, I don't know if Eric's there or not. 
But anyway, he's probably listening. So they wrapped you in this hot blanket, and I was I fell asleep like in ten minutes. So I didn't even really get to enjoy it. It was like the best nap I ever had that cost a fortune. So you just got to kind of make sure you don't. Oh, he's back. He dropped. Eric, you back? Yes, back. I am back. Sorry about that. Okay, no problem. We're talking about hot stones. Yeah, so they they they're gonna always at the spot. Here's the one thing about any any cruise line because they're independent of the of the cruise or like a third party. They're gonna try to upsell you, like on their products and like different kinds of services. So when I we did this on our honeymoon, they upsold me to a hot stone like a couple's massage where they put these hot stones on you. It felt awesome. And they wrapped you like in a cocoon of these hot blankets, dude. I was asleep in like ten minutes. So I didn't even really get to enjoy it. Like I was out. Like that was the only like warning. Like I had the best nap I ever took, but it was the most expensive okay. nap I ever took I, too. So I'm just saying. I gotta say, the flight uh, out of our hotel gets in at uh, about midnight <laughs> on the day before the cruise. So we'll definitely be falling asleep during the hot stone massage. Just be careful. I'm telling you, schedule it. Uh, be careful, man, because I mean, I could fall asleep anywhere. And I, mean, I was just like, and the, you know, sir, sir, uh, please give us, you know, 250 bucks. I was like, oh man, that was an expensive nap. <laughs> are there any good like romantic spots to just hang out on the ship oh yeah are you on the wish it sounds like if it's a three-nighter which ship oh uh good question i am not sure <laughs> oh no I, I don't know anything about cruising she's done all the planning for this and i just want to surprise her with something nice well, uh are you, I think are you flying to is, orlando area like is it port canaveral is where you're sailing out of uh, we are sailing out of Fort Lauderdale. Mm. Oh, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. On February. Could be the dream. Yeah, I was going to say, it could be the yeah, dream. Which it. I, it's the dream. It's the dream. Yep. You're right. Okay. We know that ship a little bit. I mean, the the wish is our most recent one, so it's really fresh in our mind. But me and Mike have been on the dream several times, so we, we tend to know that one a little bit better. Um, I'd say, like, there are some really rom nice places to go, like, up on deck, you know? Like, I like, um, I like being on... Like the adult, like twelfth deck, you yeah. know, you can kind of get like in the back of the ship. There's some really nice spots where you're just looking at the ocean, like at sunset. That was another. That was, that was my another suggestion. If you could like, if you know her well enough, you can maybe buy like a piece of jewelry at the at one of the shops when the shops <laughs> open, and then they like, give her that up on deck at the at sunset. I think that'd be nice. really really romantic. That's a nice idea. Yeah, and on the there's she, she did. There's adults areas too, like, and they have these because the adults areas, especially like later in the day, like during the, you know, the pool, the adult pool gets busy, like during the, you know, say from like noon to three or like, you know, 10 to three during the peak swimming hours. But once it gets closer to dinner and the rest of the evening, there's these awesome padded lounge chairs. And this is in the top of the ship in the front. Mm -hmm. It's adults only. And there's times where you will be the only people up there and they play soft jazz music and you can steal away and it is just chill. I mean, it is awesome up there. It's just gorgeous because all you're seeing is the ocean and I mean, it's a great place to just kind of sit and talk and enjoy each other. I that, That'd be a good spot too, just to kind of sit like there. It's like a love boat scene in. right there. It is. I mean, except no Captain Stewart. That sounds good. Yeah. Sunset. Beautiful. Thank you. So the sunset's going to be pretty early, I'm the... imagining in February too. So it might depend on when your dining rotation is. If you're in second dining, I think you can make that work. But if you're in first dining, that might be a little tricky because that's probably when the sun will be setting. Okay. That's fine. Either way, it'll be nice. Um, I appreciate this. Maybe you can – I know Wednesday you have the questions, oh, yeah. the, the Q&A where people are in for questions. Maybe you can push this on to the ladies and see if they have any ideas too. I will. I will. We record, yeah, we record that tomorrow. So I'll uh, try to remember that and drop it into them tomorrow. 
and two and two. Thanks. I'll do my best to, to drop in the chat. All right. I appreciate it, Eric. You have a good one. I Happy can't wait to hear about this. I'm excited. All right. Good luck. Thank you. No, I, I'm, I'm slated to call in and give a trip report, so you'll know all about whether or not this worked. <laughs> oh, my God. That will be the and, luck. And I, can blame you, I can blame you if it fails, too. Uh, no, so no, 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 no. Dude, I'm so, I mean, I, I've already given you. So, Eric, I am going to just throw this out there. You mentioned like dinner wasn't a thing, but I'm telling you, man, Palo is like a romantic, it beautiful is. restaurant. So, that's true. Okay. I'm not, there's probably a reason why you didn't say that, but I'm just going to throw that out there too. Just put your back in mind, man. Like, book a, like a Palo reservation would be really nice. Agreed. All right. Agreed. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> see you, Eric. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great one. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. All right, we got uh, three on the line here. Let's go to line two. I like that question, though, man. We were is, like, dude, but it makes you sweat bullets when people start asking me for romantic advice. Let's jewelry, give the gift at, at sea, and then like or do a couple's massage. I, like, I think we're on to something. But dude, you're calling and asking me for romance. It's like calling. I don't know. I can't even make the analogy right now. That just makes me super nervous. That's like. I loved it. I think Eric's going to have an awesome Call cruise. Scott. That's call it. Scott. All right. We have four calls on the board right now. We have our next call. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike. Hey, Scotty G. This is Troy Ferguson from uh, Spring Hill, Florida. Hey, Troy. How's hey, it going? I, I just like to call you Speedy. Right? <laughs> I think you got, you got in like 16 miles this weekend. I think I saw something crazy like that. Awesome job. I, I did, yes. I I, I had a 16-miler on Friday and a 10-miler on Saturday. I, I had to get my miles in because we were going to Jollywood Nights. So I wanted to get all my calories burnt so I could enjoy myself over at the studios. That's how I, you think just like me. I think input-output. <laughs> That's what I do, too. Absolutely. So, uh, we, I wanted to call in because I, I just figured I'd share a couple of thoughts Um Christine and I went over for Jollywood Nights, and we had a fantastic experience. And there's been a lot of mixed reviews, some some pretty fair reviews, but I thought I'd share a couple of thoughts if you guys are interested. Yes, sir. I'd love to hear them. So we're, we're APs, so we, we kind of got in a little earlier than um, the party starting. And so there was like zero wait to get our credentials. We, we, we literally walked in. They had two places to get your credentials. And we, we never really saw a line. We, we grabbed our credentials around probably 5.30, 6 o'clock. We had some dinner over at 50's prime time. And uh, so we were set once the party started. We, we grabbed Fantasia there right when the, when the park was closing. And then we literally walked out of Fantasia and walked right into line for that first Muppets show at 8.30. And we got right in without, without any issues at all. And that show was phenomenal. I'm telling you right now, it was probably one of the best Christmas shows I've ever seen. Really had a really had a good time, and uh, and from there we went to the tip top bar, uh, our tip top club rather, and uh, we waited probably 15 minutes for drinks and uh, some snacks over there, so it wasn't too terrible. And let me tell you, you could walk on just about any route. We we walked on to uh, Tower of Terror, walked on to um, the uh, what else? The Mickey's Mickey and Minnie's Railway. Uh, railway um, there was a, it took us longer to walk through the queue at Smuggler's Run than it was to ride the rides. Um, <laughs> I bet. So we, we were uh, we, we were hitting up a lot of the rides. The, the um, rock and roll coaster was a uh, about a six minute wait, and um, there was nobody riding rides. Everybody was jammed up in that middle area, you know, right down the Hollywood Boulevard, getting snacks and stuff. So we were just like cruising around and just walk off and on rides. And it was pretty awesome, I got to tell you. So what do you think is the difference though? Do you think, cause I know that I saw a lot on social media that Disney was surveying guests a lot post first party 
I mean, I'm assuming in an, in an attempt to make a quick course correction for the rest of the season for Jollywood Knights, which makes me happy because obviously if you have negatives, you want to spin them into a positive for your guests as quickly as possible. What do you think made the experience more efficient? It sounds like it was more efficient. Like I could say one thing from what I'm hearing from you, because it sounds like you, you were getting around and getting things accomplished where it was like bottlenecks a lot that first night. What do you, do you think it was, you know, fewer people at your party, better weather, uh, you know, just more staff. And of course you, you probably don't know, but what, what's your feelings? Cause you're there a lot. You have a good, you have a good idea. I feel like they were very well organized at, at moving people. You know, Disney is a logistics company. They, they excel, or at least they should excel at moving lots of people <laughs> through spaces. Right. So, um, we, we actually, uh, the queue was very efficient to get to the tip top club and they had three bartenders serving and those guys were working like a hundred miles an hour. We actually waited in line, got a couple of photos. We didn't do the characters. Um, because the character lines were probably about a half hour each. That that was the one thing that we we uh, decided not to not to uh, venture into, just because we wanted to see more of the um, uh, the decorations and get a couple of rides in. But um, I don't think we waited more than ten to fifteen minutes for any food or drinks, and uh, you could just about walk onto any ride. The, um, the the way they had the queuing set up there at the outdoor area just outside of, of Tower of Terror was pretty efficient they had a split and they brought you through the tunnel it's like when you're running during half of the marathon and the half and you go out that back door past tower of terror gift mm-hmm. store and have to take out the back there was a kid that wrapped around that area and um brought you out to like a little bar area where they had uh like i said three or four bartenders set up but it was uh it was pretty efficient and jingle bell jingle band was was phenomenal i I thought I was going to run out of gas before 1230 because <laughs> I've been up early that morning, <laughs> but uh, we, we, we managed to stick to it. And I'm glad we did. It, it snowed on us during the event and it snowed down the Hollywood Boulevard as we we're living. So it was uh, definitely a great event. I, I, um, I didn't really have any big negatives other than we didn't get to do the character stops, but uh, we could have prioritized that and not did some rides, but you know, I guess it's kind of what you like. It worked for us. So I would definitely recommend it, and we'll, we'll probably do it again. It was a, it was a great time. Well, I'm glad to hear because I saw your pictures. You guys looked happy. I think I saw them on Facebook, and uh, you know, looked like you guys were having a good time. And that you know, it's what it's all about, right? You pay, you buy your ticket, and do what makes you happy. You know, some people are all about the characters, and if that's your jam, get every character photo you want. But I mean, you sounds like you did a good mix. You got you know some snacks, you got some drinks, you did some rides, you saw some shows. I mean. You kind of got your mix, and you know. Bottom line is, you walked out happy. You're talking about it. That that's a, that's a win for me. Absolutely. We we actually had to see both shows. We saw the we saw the eight thirty uh, for the Muppets, and then we saw the eleven thirty for the um, Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas, which was just weird. I, I, I'm not a big Nightmare Before Christmas fan. <laughs> Same. But it, it was just weird, man. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was just weird. But we uh, we, we had a good time though. I feel the same way. I've tried to watch that movie. It, it's, uh, it, it, that's it. That's the word. It's weird. I, I, I know some people love it, but I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, that, that style of animation even just kind of freaks me out. It's it different. Did. 
Yeah. Do you like Listen, it, guys, Scott? You guys for calls probably banging in, but uh, I just want to kind of call in and say hello and uh, and give you a quick little, at least our opinion on what we thought about Jollywood Night. So. We appreciate it. It helps because we still got some uh, parties coming up. And I mean, it puts, I think you're putting a lot of folks' uh, minds at ease that have dropped the money on the tickets and are heading down here soon. So that I think that's a good, good, uh, big help for folks. All right. Well, hey, we'll see you in January. We'll be here before you know it. Sounds good, man. You guys have a great Thanksgiving. Scotty G, we'll talk to you guys later. All Sounds right. Good, hey, happy, appreciate the call. Thank happy you. Thanksgiving and you stay safe. Take Talk care, to you man. soon. Okay. Bye-bye. That was All a good right. trip report. I mean, it was good. Like, sounds like the wait times for the attractions are low, which makes sense because you want to do like some of the specialty things. But yep. like, I like the way you word it, Mike. Whatever you want to make of it, like, just make it make it that, you know? Like, exactly. I, like I mean, if you walk out of it happy, that's all that matters. You know, the, don't you don't got to please everybody else and do what everybody else wants. All right. We have a next caller. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike. Hey, Scott. Paul from New Jersey. Hey, what's up, Paul? Hey, good Paul. Uh, good talking to you. It's been a bit. Yeah, it's been a little while. How you guys? Uh, did I hear? Is Chuck Woolery in the studio tonight as well? Two and two. That's right. Two and two. Uh, I couldn't, uh, you know, instead of ending the call, I'll start with the call um, to, to my friends, the best podcasters in the world. Happy Thanksgiving. We're in the middle of the season now. Christmas season's great. And I want to wish you guys a happy, healthy Thanksgiving. Same to you. Thankful we're all friends. I mean, that's what this podcast is about. Friendship and family. Love it. Yep. To everyone out there. Happy Thanksgiving. I also wanted to check in. When are we doing the uh, Impressions to France show? Because I'm le- really looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. The the uh, the Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. I've, I've already started some of my extensive research. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot already, but yes. I, started, no, I was thinking, I, I, I actually thought about that the other day when I was picking up the dog um, <laughs> from the vet because I, I played it. Because I, I listened to that song, that soundtrack almost every day. And it got me thinking like, oh, yeah, we got to really break this one down someday for an episode. So, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Paul. <laughs> What's on your mind? It, no, no, it, it's awesome. I, I, I Once you guys brought it up again, I found myself watching it over and over again on YouTube. And I think my favorite is the, uh, was it the, uh, Mons, I'm going to butcher it, Mont Saint-Michel, the castle like that's on the, uh, the beach there, it looks like. It's like mm-hmm. the uh, monastery or it looks like a uh, fortress almost yeah. out on the beach. That's like my favorite calming scene. But I love the whole thing. I could... I could sit there through the whole thing. Um, thanks for the Friday show. It was great. The unwritten rules. Um, I put a couple on Twitter. A couple more I was thinking of. Um, one thing is, when, when, you know, when, and I think, you know, most of us who are, you know, considerate do this, but when you see an ECB or a wheelchair, you know, don't, you don't sprint to get ahead of it. You just kind of leave room for people who are having a hard time getting through. You can wait a few extra seconds. Uh, and a funny one I have is, I guess, my own family uh, my son's been, we've been going for years, decades. So my son who's almost 30 now, when he was real little, we had one that the, uh, when you're walking through the hotel, the saddles on the carpet and the floor, you know, like cracks in the sidewalk, you don't step on those. That's just, you got, even if you got to jump over them, you got to break your stride somehow, you don't step on those. That's just a fun one we always had too. But uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more from people out there. I really liked that show. It was very good. Yeah, we're going to, so we, we had it we, so we, behind the scenes. We made a Google doc, like a shared Google doc that we started and put a bunch on. I think we put like 12. Sure. We, only, we only got to like three or four of ours. So we are going to do a second show of that because we kind of got derailed with, because I really am the, the one that I threw on there was the one about the monorail, the, sorry, the moderate resorts and the bus queues. Cause that one bothers mm-hmm. me more than anything in the world. Like that is a huge stressor to me because. And I think Scott, Scott said too with the switchbacks, right? That's the only alternative. Cause like, yeah, right. I mean, like at Pop Century, 
it doesn't look as nice because you have the guardrails, you know, to get out to the bus, mm -hmm. but it's efficient. And there's no, it leaves no doubt to who's next to get on the bus, right? There's no gray sure. area and it looks nicer at Coronado Springs, right? You just have kind of a Coke machine and a few benches, but you have people peeking around the corner as a bus pulls up and like, you've been sitting on the bench for 15 minutes and they right there and get on, you know, I, I the, the, the next solution, Mike, is just virtual boarding groups. Oh, <laughs> dude, don't even say that. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I mean, it should be a relaxed system, and I get it. It's very relaxed, and it's you know, it's almost a time gone by because. And I, I, I started saying this probably five years ago. A Walt Disney World vacation is a competition on many different micro levels, right? You're, you're, you're it, it's. It, and that, and it really tends to to lend itself to certain kind of people, right? And it's it's people that like to plan. It's people that are kind of a little competitive, right? Because you you are competing. You're competing for the best dining reservations. You're competing for the best. You want your room to be in the best location at a certain resort. You want to have the best view. You want to be there and you know have the most efficient touring plan. There there are these. You know, if you look at it or not, believe it or not, but it's like a micro competition on many, many little levels all throughout the day. And that's just one of those things. Yeah. It, you know, I, I don't I don't know if I want to see those silver switchback things at every little mm -hmm. stand, but I do get stressed because I, I, I'm not trying to like beat anybody. But if I'm there first, I do want to be on that bus if there's only going to be seven seats when it comes around when there's four stops. Yeah. And, yeah. And I, and that's I, the funny thing about the turnstile. Is that uh, you can uh, you can you start counting heads right <laughs> as you're like waiting yeah. for like the Magic Kingdom bus? You're like, okay, there's probably like oh I do that yeah totally like 25 people can stand or whatever. So you start like counting heads like we might make this. That's one. how I, I do have the great estimator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I, but, I, Paul, I don't know. Paul, can you share the one that you um sent us on social media because like I responded to you and yes. I don't think this is an unwritten rule that people would a lot of people would do but like this is how i roll and it sounds like you're the same way and i'd love for you to share it with the listeners oh sure scott and you're a good host that's why you feel that way if you see trash on the ground i mean i'm not talking about you know a biohazard i'm just talking about trash you see trash on the ground a can a cup it's rare the cast members are great at keeping on top of it but if you see something you know don't take a picture of it and point it out and say put it on social media oh look you know Disney's falling apart because there's just pick it up, throw it in the trash, clean up and go on your way. It makes the park a little bit better for everybody else. I feel that's a good unrest. It's my park. I always consider these are like my parks, maybe yep. it's because of the DVC yep. owner in me or whatnot, but like these are my parks. I want them to look clean and great for all guests. The worst is the monorail. Every time I get on the monorail these days, it's, it's really sad to me. It just feels like it's so trashed. And every time I leave the monorail, if there's any trash in my car, I pick it up and I throw it away because I don't want the next guest to have to see that. Yeah. I mean, who? And that's one of those things. Like, again, we kind of came to the conclusion and it's always what it is. It's just, it's respect. It's, it's respect. Yeah. Who leaves trash behind? Like, you know, it's just, you, you shouldn't even do that at your house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, for your, you know, if you're a kid, for your parents to pick up, like for your spouse, for your, you know, your friend, whoever it is, like if it's your trash, it's your responsibility. Throw it away. It just God. This stuff drives me crazy. Oh, Thomas has a great one too. Yeah, yeah he does. It's so one. simple too. It's so simple. Yeah, Thomas, so wait, Paul, right here, Thomas, our good friend here. I mean, unwritten rule: don't talk on attractions. And I mean, you may have seen that attraction seventy-three times 
right? Sure. So it's not that big a deal to you. But guess what? The person behind you who paid $128 to get into that park today, this could be their very first time. Or it doesn't even matter. It could be their 138th time seeing that attraction, but they love it and they deserve to be able to enjoy it. I, I agree. Yep, Thomas is on something too. And like you said, it comes back to respect, Mike. It's you know, it all boils down to that. Mm. You got you got me thinking though about the uh, I remember one thing too you said, Scott, was if you don't want to see the switchbacks. So you got to, you kind of stand where you expect the bus might be, but then you kind of feel like you're first because you just missed that bus. So you're entitled to a little bench too. And now I'm thinking, do we have to resort to the little tickets like you get in the supermarket for your cold cuts? I mean, is that what we have to do? So you can sit on the bench and hold up your number one <laughs> yeah. or your number two. I mean, it's crazy that we, have, that is, that is the trickiest one. That is really funny. The, 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 yeah resort bus stops how do you handle that that stuff just watch out if beetlejuice shows up and tries to steal your number (laughs) i've I've not seen that movie but i'll take it but i'll be honest though i do like i will forego sitting on that bench to stand like up by the yellow line just to make sure like if i miss a bus because it was full just so i can get on the next bus you know i give up comfort you know in the shade and on a bench because uh, you know, and I'm not trying to be aggressive, but because I'm entitled to that and I don't want to be snaked again, you know, because I've been snaked. And what if the person in front of you has like 10, 10 family members sitting off to the side and then they're like, all right, come on. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. I know it's, it just stresses me out. That whole bus yeah. situation. Yeah. Car rent. Here we go. Just rent the car. Yeah, you're exactly right. But I like the buses. I, I know. Uh, I like the buses too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just not the moderates of Mike. I know you say deluxe too. Like you see this at the deluxe resorts too, because they, Cause you don't want the turnstile. It just is like not, it's like a negative thing to me. Almost. It is. You know? like it, it is. Just like it takes away from like the theming. Theme. Yeah. It takes away from yeah. theming. Yeah. You're right. But You're like, right. But it's the best way to keep it. It, fair. Is. it is. It's like, it's a, it's like a, you always say the value buses are like, are the best they like, are. buses. And maybe that's why, <laughs> maybe but, that's it, why. but it looks so bad, but it's like, Oh my gosh, but it works. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I don't know what I want <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we got what did you? Uh, I know I know you talked about it a couple shows ago, um, and I don't know if anybody addressed it or if you said how did you end up handling your your tickets when you have the annual pass but you're in the blackout <laughs> date for the end of the year? Did you decide you just, what to do? You just told me. Yeah, I just messaged Mike. Oh, I'm like 95% sure we're gonna buy a two day ticket. We've we've looked at like some beach resorts to maybe like after New Year's Eve go to a beach for a couple days and then come back to Walt Disney World. Um, just hotel prices are just like I mean. We got a good deal at French Quarter, so I kind of don't want to get yeah. that up for the whole time, you know. So and we and we yeah, love staying but- in the bubble. So we might. I think we're leaning toward buying a two day ticket or just no ticket at all and just like hanging out at the resorts because you know we go enough. Um, so that's that's kind of nice for us. But there's new things that are coming. Like there's the new Epcot show that's coming. You know, we're, I know we're going to be going to Disneyland the next week, but you don't have Animal Kingdom there, so we got to hit up Animal Kingdom. You know, it's our favorite park. So there's things we actually really want to mm-hmm. do this trip. Um, so we might just have to cave in and buy a two day ticket as much as I hate it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry if I missed the solution earlier, but I was, I had that down to something I wanted to ask you. And, um, it's like you're customizing your annual pass around that blackout date. If you buy a two day ticket and it's, but it's less than the other up, 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 uh, level annual pass, you're getting the annual pass you want. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I like the way you're thinking about it. That's kind of actually how yeah. I, 
and Paul were very similar minded. That's how I explained <laughs> it to my wife one day because really, her and I keep going back and forth. I'm like, well, it's like we're we're kind of like just adding on to our annual pass, but still saving sure. a little money from getting that incredible pass. <laughs> that's so, yeah. that's a, uh, yeah, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love it. We are so bad justifying things. Uh, guys, I want to thank you. Uh, I want to wish you the best. Thanks for everything. You have a great week. A happy Thanksgiving again. I'll let the other callers get a chance. You guys are the best. Take you care. too, buddy. We're glad Thanks, we're friends. Have man. a great one. Yeah, you too. Take care, buddy. See ya. Go Flames. All right. See you later. He follows the Flames too. I'll appreciate it. He's always cheering on Paige's team, which I love. All right. We have our next caller. Hey, who's joining us? Lots of callers tonight. Hey, Mike. What's up? It's Ella. Hey, Ella. What's going on down in Arkansas? Um, right now, I'm actually finishing a test, but it's fine. Um, Remember, uh, so, C. Uh, the answer is C. <laughs> it's not a multiple choice. Test. Ah, dang. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> then I can't help you. So, uh, so uh, last night at Jollywood they introduced some more characters and one of them was Duffy in his cute Santa outfit. So um, how excited are y'all about Duffy finally being back in the U S parks? Um, yeah, the, I know that Scott got to go see Olu at Alani recently. So Yes, I had the little name written down here on my whiteboard. I raced it yesterday, but he was excited to see him. The the guy, what was his name? Oli Lee? Oh. Olu Mel. Olu Mel. Yeah, but I know you're excited Duffy's back. That's how they added Stitch, Duffy. There was three. Three new characters. Stitch, I thought. Duffy, and uh, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. That was one. I was like, that's a wild one. That was the... That was a shot mm -hmm. out of the where they get that one, but yeah, so I, hey, more characters. That's awesome. But yeah, Scott, you're probably excited for that. I'm thrilled about it. Like I, I showed the photo to Elizabeth, and we're trying to figure out how we could buy one of those tickets <laughs> for night because the gardeners absolutely love Duffy. It is the cutest story. I miss Duffy so much because remember when he used to meet Ella, like um, when you're ending World Showcase, yeah. like now Daisy meets there. I have photos of Duffy like in his like Jack and Lantern costume and like beach wear like mm -hmm. they would like always change his costume out based on the time of year and it was the cutest thing and like that was like something we always look forward to when we went to epcot i was like oh what's duffy going to be wearing today and like and then that character meet and greet had like the whole story of duffy as you like got closer to meeting him mm -hmm. it was just the cutest thing we have so many duffies and like the duffy family with shelly may and everyone else like in this house and to see him in like mm -hmm. in a santa costume last night just my jaw dropped i was like oh my gosh this is unbelievable like that that should have been their day one and they should have been announcing that because this whole party i'm surprised they're not all sold out after seeing that <laughs> i mean i know not everyone is in the duffy and you kind of had to like been going for a while right to understand duffy if you're new to traveling to walt disney you're probably like who is this teddy bear you know? but for us yeah long time fans mm -hmm. it was really great to see yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We are big Duffy supporters at my house. We have all of Duffy's friends. Um, That's awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah. So uh, on my uh, high school yearbook page, actually, there are either one or two pictures of me with uh, with Duffy in Epcot on there. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah, that's uh, they. I think Disney knew they're they're really going after a subset of hardcore Disney fans, and they bring out Duffy. When you think about it, because oh, yeah. I was thinking about when I saw those three those three characters, right? Okay, what are they trying to do? Obviously, you could bring out more characters. That's gonna because the character lines were super long. So you bring out three, you spread people out, right? So that's the pro- this you know here. I know you're doing some work with touring plans, right? This is totally the model, like touring plans, trying to spread out the crowds, bring the times down. But here's the thing. Three different audiences. I think Duffy's got a kind of like more like your and Scott's like the younger ten kind of generation, more like the Emily, your generation. But I think Scott's kind of tagged onto that because of Emily. Like, right. I think that's like the Duffy. This is how my brain works. Jiminy Cricket, older generation. Like people are going to see that and say, oh, that's nostalgia for probably like my age. Because like I saw that. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then you got um, Stitch, and they always say Stitch. I don't get the Stitch thing, but I mean, like I always hear Jim Hill and Len say this, that Stitch was like the number one merchandise seller of all time, that he's like this huge, huge, huge thing. I don't get it. I mean, the movie was okay when it came out way back when. I was actually at Walt Disney World when it came out, and I saw it at the AMC at Disney uh, Downtown Disney at the time. Um, I was working at Space Camp. I've actually never seen the entire movie. I mean, I've seen it a few what? times, but it, I mean, it, it's, it's okay. But I mean, I've heard like the, that's one of their like, you know, biggest sellers of all time is stitch. And I just, I don't get that. It's that huge, but I mean, they say they bring them out when they need the big guns. So I think there was three reasons they brought that out for three separate audiences. You know, those, those specific characters, it wasn't random. I don't know. I was just trying to think why they brought those three out. It'd be fun. It's kind yeah. Of I mean, like, Again, again, like I kind of thought that with Phineas and Ferb, they were trying to already sort of get at like uh, my generation. Oh, a hundred percent. But but also here's the thing: mm-hmm. I like Phineas and Ferb because Paige, right? Paige is twenty seven. Like we, Paige had it mm-hmm. on all the time on Disney Channel because it was before streaming. This was when Disney Channel on cable was the thing, oh, yeah. and it was on all the time. And so like. I had it on by proxy and I loved it because there was a lot of humor that went to the parents in that animated series. Like I loved it. Like where's Perry? I love that stuff. Uh, and so I'd love to be with Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. I think I met them once. I think it was at, I think it might've been the Christmas time Phineas and Ferb because used to my family, we'd get like the eight of us and we would go, um, every year for like a week and then we would switch it up between Halloween and Christmas time and I remember at Christmas time they had Phineas and Ferb out at something I you, think it was they used to be in the streets Studios. of America too at the studios they had like a, a little spot there yeah they were we met them a few they times. were over yeah, by I met them over was. by uh they were by um uh Lightning McQueen the, like there was a Lightning McQueen car over there kind of thing yes yes there was yeah uh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but whenever they would uh light up the um Osborne lights yep. they had a few characters there too Yep, you're right. I bet, I bet you met him during a reunion. I bet you were down there with your dad for reunion. I bet if I had to guess, you know, try to th- connect the dots here, um, I bet you that's when it was. Maybe. <laughs> um, so I was pretty little whenever I met them, I remember. I and that was the was. last time I remember 
hearing it announced that they were out at something except for like after hours parties. Yeah. I bet you that I, I, I would almost put money that you were down there for a reunion event. <laughs> I would bet. That was a, the first one of those that I went to was Epcot 35. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm mm-hmm. just saying if you were there for uh, Osborne lights, that's probably what it was. <laughs> no one, no one, your dad. Oh, that's they got to get a yeah, Doofenshmirtz like, out there too. Like that would just be epic. Yeah, you're right. If yeah, if they brought out a Doofenshmirtz, oh my gosh, that'd be that'd be that'd be akin. I bet you that'd be akin to like the lines for uh, Jack. You know, like Jack and yeah. Sally. That'd oh be similar. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this year, um, whenever they were doing the testing for the Halloween characters in Epcot, um, I was actually in Epcot that day, and earlier on in the day, I thought. Hmm. You know, it's around this 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 time of year when they do the Halloween character testing back at World Show Place, and I didn't think too much of it after that. The next day, um, I get a text from my dad saying that Jack and Sally were in Epcot testing at uh at World Show Place, and I didn't even think to actually go over there and check. So I could have met Jack and Sally with very little line and I completely missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Cause that's uh, you can count on two, two hours just to get in line for them anytime. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad I've never met them before. I would love to someday. Yeah. See, see, that's one of those things. There's a few, I'm glad I'm not into that because I don't have to suffer through the long waits. Cause I'm just, it's to me, that movie, I just don't get it. it. I'm just never in the parks whenever, whenever they're meeting. Cause the last time I did a Halloween party was 2019. And before then it was probably three or four years. And I did dress up as Sally for that party, but um, I did not meet them then. Yeah. Too much of stuff to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, thanks for the feedback, and uh, make sure you tell your dad happy Thanksgiving. And uh, hey, my my Mizzou Tigers take on the the Arkansas Razorbacks, so hopefully we can get a win down there and and uh, and and finish our season strong. We need a win. I know, you guys do. I know, but so do we. So. <laughs> All right. We'll see you, we Ella. Hey, Ella. We had to plan with your dad a Duffy like party or something, you know, for. We'll just oh, we'll, we we'll totally host this did. party offsite, you know. Invite all the Duffy fans. We'll just have this awesome get together. That would <laughs> I'll, be I'll message him about it. <laughs> yeah, bye, y'all. I, I love the chat. The chat says thanks for the great call and bringing up so many fun memories. So we appreciate you. So tell your dad <laughs> happy Thanksgiving and happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah, I will. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving right, to y'all. Bye, bye. Have a great one. All right, bye, bye. Yeah, th- she brings up a great point though with these characters because you know it's just one of those things that. Disney is listening. They're trying to make the party better. And, you know, I think it's the bottom line. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they saw, I feel like they, they just listened to the feedback, right? They saw that there were some some issues potentially with the party, trying to fix them, like, on the next one. Like, I, I like that turnaround, you know? And they, they brought back some favorite characters. And we just heard it from Troy. I mean, a lot of generally positive feedback from, from last night's party. So that's awesome to hear. That is. And I, you know, we got back to the, you know, Paul called in with a few of these unwritten rules and, you know, even with, with what Troy said with his unwritten rule that, 
he didn't really state it as an unwritten rule, but kind of transitive. He said, you know, he had a good time at the party. And I think one of the not not a unwritten rule for being at Walt Disney World, but for social media, right? I think so many people get home and like poo-poo on everybody's parade. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't do the party right because you didn't do the party like I do the party. You know, you what I hear a lot of times, and, and this is not trying to be negative on anybody, but I've seen on social media and this this just kind of because I see that it I, maybe it doesn't hurt the person that, that's getting the feedback, but I think it could hurt the person that's getting the feedback. They're like, well, you spent, you know, three hours of a four hour party meeting characters. And, you know, by stating that it almost sounds like like you're saying, well, you did that wrong. But maybe that's what they like to do. And maybe they came home with these great pictures that they're going to show their their friends or their, you know, kids or their grandparents or whoever, you know, and they're going to use those for their profile pictures. They're going to, they're a teacher. They're going to use them for, you know, their, their PowerPoint presentations for the next 10 years. You know, my picture with me and stitch in his Santa hat, if that's what makes that person happy and they didn't go on one ride and they're not a drinker. So they didn't go to the tip top bar and they don't care about Jack and Sally. So they didn't go to that show. Let them be like they're joyous, they're happy. Don't pee on their parade. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think a lot depends on your ticket media me. too. Like, if I'm an annual pass holder and I go all the time, I'm not going to care about going on all the attractions. Like, I'm going to do all these like specialty things because I'm fortunate enough where I'm a local and I can do all those things another time. Where some people might be like, see it as an opportunity to do a lot of attractions because they hey they're going to be lower wait times because they have all these other special events. So instead of buying a six day ticket, let's buy a four day ticket and buy one of these hard ticket events and just take advantage of the short lines one night. Like, you know, like everyone is going to be different on how they do it. And none, none of them are wrong. Basically. Did, did you see on Instagram? I just saw this. I mean, probably an hour before the show, I was having my Taco Bell and flipping through Instagram. Um, oh, dude, I just, I just lost her name. The runner. Her family, Donna. Yeah, Donna. Donna. She was yeah, doing like the it. dance thing. That was what Beth called my, about last week. You're reading yeah. my mind. Was that from last yeah. week? Yeah, Beth called and said like that was like one of the photo ops. Oh, that, that was the thing. Okay, that people go do. Yeah, because they were like doing hidden. like some kind of dance where yeah. like the four of them were coming out from a line like opposite each other. I thought that was the craziest yeah. looking thing. I was cracking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, so. that was a good time though. Yeah, but it, so. You would go to this party though. Now you would say, I mean, I would have gone to it anyway in the first place, just because of, of who I am with Disney. Right. Like I'm just always curious about new, new things, new experiences. But I think I, I like that there's options um, because there's still like the Mickey's very merry. Like that's not going anywhere. Right. So they added us like what, 10 dates for the new option at a new park. And I think I saw someone in the chat say it too. Right. That, um, you know, it's, it's their first year doing it. They're going to learn how to do things. Like Mickey's Very Merry and Mickey's Not So Scary was never perfect like the first few nights they ever did that, right? This is a new experience, um, new theme at a at a park that they haven't done this with very much. And I think it's working out pretty well. And I think it's going to pro- projectively get better as they keep doing more of these events. And I like to see that it's getting better like quickly. It's not like, okay, well, we're not having great reception this year. We'll turn it around in 2024. Like it has gotten better in a week, you know, in one from party one to party two, you know, so that's, that's good. And they're, you know, they're reaching out, they're surveying immediately, but they're not just taking the surveys and like, okay, we'll get these, we'll huddle in January with our data and see, you know, because again, I worked in education and I see the person in the chat and she's been a pain in the butt the whole 
thing and I will ban her. I just got to figure, I can't do it in this program, but I'll get it on the YouTube channel. So yeah, she's shown her colors and she's an idiot. So, um, but back to this where we're all positive and we're all adults except for her. Um, but, um, you know, it's one of those things that it seems that Disney has always moved like glacially and this time. They're finally trying to get things right. I mean, is that how you say it? It's because I don't know if it's the outside pressures of what Universal's doing with Epic Universe down the street, whatever it is, I like it. You know, I mean, they've changed the, the leadership, you know, in the last year because that was that was a really hardship there for a while. But yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, anyway. no, I, I like what I like. I like what they're doing with that. I would love to see them do this at other places too. Like, um, I mean, the problem is you can't just have hard ticket events at at all the parks because then you're going to get some angry guests, right? Because then like you're closing the parks early for for day guests. But could you imagine like like Epcot doing something like this too? Like like I just I mean Epcot just kind of has that like fun party feeling all the time. But could you imagine if they did like some hard ticket event like through World Showcase during the holidays? Uh, I mean, they already do some cool things throughout like normal days, but I, I would just love to see them explore and try new things too. Ooh, hang on. I think I figured out how to ban somebody. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. Score one for the good guys. <laughs> victory. A BOGP <laughs> victory. It just took us an hour. And I apologize for everybody in the chat that had to see that, but I just had to figure out how to do that. And now that I have, I feel like tonight has been a success. And here's the deal. Okay, just look, because we're at the end of the show, and it's Thanksgiving week. I got to say this. I'm thankful for everybody that tunes in to our shows on Sunday nights, because here's how I see it. Could we fly through our calls? Yes, we could fly through our calls and do a call every five minutes, is this unfortunate soul, I'm going to call her, wanted us to do. But here's the thing. If you're going to take the time out of a Sunday night to call us, I want to have a conversation with you and I want to respect your time. If you want to call us, I want you and me and Scott to be able to have a conversation and talk and hear the and have a real conversation. I don't think a conversation happens all the time in five minutes. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But I want to be respectful of your call and have the conversation. So sometimes we have two calls in an hour. Sometimes we might have seven or eight. But, you know, it's it's all upon the situation. It's got to hope you agree with that. And uh, no, I, I agree. Just, I agree. If someone wants to take the time, like to just call in and like share like a mini trip report, or they had an idea or they thought of something, they saw something on social media, whatever it is. Like, I love hearing that. And like, this is for them, right? This, this platform is for our listeners, you know, that we have, I think we personally have really good relationships with too. Right. We like, I don't know about you, Mike, but I get DMs all the time. I try to respond to everyone. You know, we have good conversation outside of the show, too. And I love it when they, we can bring it on this platform for everyone to hear it instead of a private message. And I just love that people want to take the time and share their thoughts with our audience. Um, and I think that's awesome. All right. We appreciate you guys. So we are going to call it a wrap. We had lots of fun calls tonight. We got to talk about a lot of stuff and we're going to have shows this week. So join us for that as you get ready to make that thanksgiving dinner oh man i can't wait this is the greatest football all week thanksgiving dinner man i think pam goes to the grocery store on third on a tuesday to get the bird and all thursday oh boy it's gonna be tough we'll see <laughs> you, you know the story though right is that um if you get a frozen bird it's like already too late because i've oh, yeah, seen the sure. news stories like but we get a i think we get a fresh one well we have to that's yeah we get a fresh one yeah. so fresh one's a way to go too is it yeah that's, in my opinion yeah that's what we do and so 
It's almost time. I'm excited, man. I love I love that. Thanksgiving is one of the greatest holidays, not only because my birthday is right after. That's kind of pretty cool. But <laughs> you sound like Elizabeth with that yeah. because my birthday is Monday. But here's the thing. Like, it's great because you don't have to have the pressure of presents. Right. You just get you get the good food. You get relaxing. You spend time with friends and family, but you don't have to worry about the presents. Now, right after Thanksgiving, of course, then the pressure's on because then you got to worry about all that stuff. But not for Thanksgiving. So yeah. I just don't ever worry about presents where we got into that point where that's just not a thing. Oh <laughs> really my God. You, you do not even know of Pam's family. Oh my gosh. You should see Christmas Eve at her parents' house. Oh man. It looks like the North pole. Yeah. It's not as bad. That's, now how, that wasn't my, that's how it was when my mom well, was we were, here. And then like the my kids brother were, dad oh. and I talked and we're like, we gotta, we gotta cut this out. You know, well, when the kids were smaller, it, seriously, you could not hardly get in the front door. Like it was yeah. first time I went over there before, like we were just <laughs> dating. I was like, are you kidding? I mean, we had a lot of presents when I was like a little kid with all the cousins and stuff. First time I went over there, I was like, you are joking. Like I have <laughs> never seen so many presents. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, are, there's no way we could even open these all one night. Like because her yeah. mom loves, her mom's this very nice person. Like, I mean, they're not all like big presents. She just likes giving like stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like small little thoughtful gifts. You know what I'm saying? But, oh my gosh, it was just, I could, it was a scene out of a movie. <laughs> I was just like, it's wild. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. All right. We're out of here. Don't forget the show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. Very important this week. we got Black Friday. The link works great on Black Friday. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys are the best. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. You get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over and join us. Again, Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Give Scott a follow this week. It's going to be a lot of fun as he eats head turkey and uh, talks Lions football. Uh, uh, at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T on Instagram and Twitter slash X and threads. I'm in the same places at BR Guest Mike. And again, no live show next Sunday night because of the basketball game for the UIC Flames. We'll be back in two weeks taking your calls. So uh, join us then. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody here in the States. Hope you enjoy that uh, big uh, day on Thursday. Of course, we'll have the shows on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So check us out on the feed and subscribe to the show. Please always subscribe. That helps us keep our ratings up. And if you don't mind, while you're on that trip to fan, five-star review, Apple Podcasts. That's the best time to give us one when you're on that high from the turkey and the stuffing. Get in there, all five stars, and give us some glorious words. All right, for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Sunday night or a great Thursday. You guys stay safe, stay happy and healthy, and eat all the turkey. And we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.